0: Everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako Chan, and Ari Rockefeller.
1: Greetings one and all. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 158. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm Lord Ranma of House Sao Tome, fifth in line of the Vaar Kingdom. To my left Hi. is the Countess Makoto. Are you there, Countess? Hello. And to my right is Baron von Rockefeller.
2: Good day to you, sir.
1: Greetings, Baron. How's how's everything?
2: As well as it can be, I
1: suppose. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Ah. Uh, we'll live tonight, week of April first, two thousand fourteen. Tuesdays at nine thirty p.m. on VOG Network Eastern Time. with call presentations Thursdays at one. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. If you have a chat client such as Merck, XChat, Chatzilla, you can use irc.gamesurge.net with the chat room is VOG. Or you can just head on over to VOG Network. Yes,
2: yeah, because even the peasants demand to have a voice, I suppose.
1: Well, I, 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 yeah, I, you do have a valid point, good sir. But you know, since I do have like the high-speed internet, I guess that kind of brings us higher up on the um, totem pole.
2: Indubitably. Yes, I yes. Say. indeed.
1: Mm-hmm. So, how was everybody this this fine day?
2: I am fine, I suppose. Well,
1: that that's good, that's good. How about you, Countess?
3: Um, very well, thank you.
1: Oh, that, that that's good, that's good. Uh, we have a lot to cover, so let me go ahead and get this thing with Bob going real right here. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Is this the right one? I did have to make some slight changes, so not everything followed through as it was supposed to. But you know how these things go. Quite right. Ah, yes, 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 yes. All right, that's the right one. Uh, Let me go ahead and make these proper adjustments. Uh, (sighs) All right. (sighs) Ah. There we go. Ah, Baron Rockefeller, how was your week? How was your day, good sir? Oh, you know how it is.
2: You beat the nobility and the courts and all that you mm. you'd be surprised how begrudgingly people are willing to part with their meager little wages when using it when using our roads
1: oh yes indeed because people have to go from point A to point b
2: Yes but it's much it's a much better alternative than having some random highwayman monkey with knife point
4: mm.
1: you have a valid point on that. By the way, good sir, did I just hear you crack open the wine there?
2: Um, no, I do not have any liquor on me at, at the moment. Uh, I must have sent a servant for that like ten
1: minutes ago. You might have to hang him from the backyard. We can't have that.
2: There was a delicious bit of irony in that statement. I do know if I should pounce on it or not.
1: You can, by all means. I will not stop you, good sir.
2: A man oh, A man as dark as the ace of spades professing someone else be hanged? What is this world coming to?
1: Well, sometimes things have to be done, one way or another.
2: I suppose you are right. Yes, yes. I must say that for my stature, my days have been underwhelming. Mm. (sighs)
1: Undane.
2: I don't want to say nothing ever... Nothing exciting ever happens in this land, but... Actually, for all we know, a media might land in the... Right in the... Right in the gardens!
1: Well, <sighs> maybe it'll hit one of those poor peasants and they'll know better to pay their tidings.
2: One can only hope.
1: Ah, oh, indeed,
2: indeed. So that's is how things have been. Ah,
1: oh, very good, guitar. And my dearest Countess Makoto. Yes... How was your week and how was your day, my lady?
3: It has been wonderful. I've done nothing but indulge.
1: Ah, oh, you're such a
3: heathen. Yes, well, somebody must. Mm. Some before, before the show today, I was partaking in s'mores that I was making myself.
1: Well, that sounds tasty indeed. Oh, I they guess. were
2: say an untrained ha- doesn't ha- doesn't quite know the rhythm and uh, all the little nuances of uh, properly cooking a marshmallow, I suppose.
3: No, mm. you must roast, never burn.
1: She's got a valid point there.
2: Oh yes, I have seen her do it before. Y- yes, yes. And I have seen her lash out brutally at the servant who tried to do it
1: in her stead. Uh, one has a be the point, man, to take the example for the others.
3: Yes, well, sometimes you must just do things for yourself.
1: Exactly. Mm. Well, now. As for things with me in the land of technology, things are going quite well, but these peasants, I am going to have to start beating them they do not know how to take care of their equipment they are coming back with damage and they have this look of I don't know how it got there you know exactly how the screen cracked or why the keyboard doesn't work
2: boy it has a strange sticky feel
1: to it Uh, we give those right back and we refuse to touch them I refuse to touch that as well. I don't blame you, (laughs) my lady. I don't blame you. (sighs) But other than that, I did have to journey down to the land of Manhattan and to drop off the majestic PS3 and have the blacksmith take a look at it. I should be hearing back soon to know what the problem is and how it's going to be fixed and how many gold coins I'm going to have to shell out for it. Well, at least it shall be fixed.
2: Yes, yeah. but I would be careful these people these people always tend to put such high surcharges on things such as parts and labor. <laughs> yeah,
1: and in- indeed, indeed, which is why I shopped around. This place comes highly recommended from others that I associate with so I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. But if something should happen, I shall be calling in a few favors and have things, um, taken care of.
2: Just remember you have... Just make sure you have a place to dispose of the body properly.
1: Oh, don't worry, my son. I oh, don't worry. I have that taken care of.
2: Yeah, just... just don't venture into the Pine Barrens. The, uh necromancers have been f- fiddling about in the middle of the night, especially on full moons. They're going to blow my cover.
1: That, that, that's that's not good. No, it is not. But, anywho, we have a lot to discuss on the tomes for tonight's uh, program, so we're going to go ahead, take our first interlude, and when we return... We'll discuss the various topics at hand. Indeed. Countess, does that work well for you? I suppose so. All right. We shall return shortly.
2: This program is brought to you in part by Sunsoft.
5: If you like independent podcasts, please check out some of our independent podcasting friends. It's Orange Lounge Radio, where they discuss video games, gamer culture, and lifestyle with Sky, Dark Sakura, and Loki. Listen live Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on vognetwork.com. And right before them is the Bobby Blackwolf Show. It's video games and gamer talk starting at 8 p.m. If Warcraft is your taste, listen to Horde House with Sky and Extifer, Wednesdays at 10. If you want a more female perspective of what we do, listen to Electric Sisterhood with Ninja Sister and Pandelicious at electricsisterhood.com. If you prefer geek/pop culture and sci-fi, it's PodCulture.net with Brad Mondays at nine, and Under Sedation Live with Travis and Jessica Saturdays at ten. Also, check out the Brooklyn Otaku with D Styles and company. You can find them at facebook.com/thebrooklynotaku. Alright,
1: Mako-chan, I do have a question for you, if you're up for it. I may have an answer. Alright, see, you weren't here uh, last week, but we covered uh, something that came down the pipe really quick about that cosplayer who had a $4,000 commission stolen. Yeah. I just want to know, what was your... I want your thoughts on that. Why in the ever-loving fuck...
3: If you have a commission that is costing over $4,000, would you A, put it in a duffel bag, and B, put it in your car, unless you were going to mail it out?
1: Mm-hmm. And you want to know something? I actually brought those points up with people, and yet they looked at me like I'm the bad guy. Because evidently, a $4,000 cosplay has a, is more important than anything else. I understand the financial value behind it. I get that. But when you're dealing with something that expensive and you're parking, you don't leave it in your car. You bring it in your house.
3: I would, unless I was going straight from my place to somebody that was helping me make it,
1: or my place to the post office, or whatever... That thing would not be traveling. I do... I think the bulk of it was from the accessories, and if you go to live.vognetwork.com, Misty asks, who the fuck would spend that fucking much on a commission in the first place? Somebody who wanted to be Princess Zelda from uh, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess.
2: I mean, really badly.
1: Yes. No, I mean, I, I
3: get it. People, people will spend the money... Mm-hmm for really good commissions, right. for really good cosplay. Yes. I have no issue with that. Yes. But at the same time, if you are somebody that is making that shit, why is it leaving your house and being put into a duffel bag? That's my issue.
1: Yes,
3: I mean, yes, it was stolen. I get that. And why she's bringing it anywhere else, I don't know. But... Obviously, with the dress and the accessories, it should be in something other than a duffel bag. If I knew that a dress was being transported that I'm paying $4,000 for in a duffel bag, I would be really, really pissed.
1: Okay, make a correction. D-Saw asks, why not hide it in the fucking trunk? Actually, it was in the trunk. And what was interesting, when we talked about this last week, one um, of the chatters said, it must be Oakland. Surely enough, that's where it happened. Go figure. I mean, people are going to
3: steal shit just to steal shit. It doesn't matter what the hell it is. I had somebody break into my car a couple months back, and all they stole was a thing of change, not even a dollar. That's what they stole. And they stole, um, if anybody works retail, and you know the the doits, the little... Uh, plastic stick-on circles that go onto broken hooks Mm -hmm. so you can hang stuff. Mm -hmm. They stole those. That's all they stole.
2: That seems needlessly petty.
3: Exactly. People are going to steal stupid shit just for the thrill of stealing it. Which is why, why the hell would you have that in your car and leave it? Well, maybe... If, If I were to go... I mean, if it was for myself... I might say, you know what, if something happens to it, fuck it. That's my own issue. Yeah, sure, but obviously, sure. if somebody is paying you $4,000 for a commission, I would not be leaving that shit anywhere. I, I think... Maybe because if she had all the accessories in there... Which she did. You don't know what the weather—if it's extremely cold, if it's extremely hot, if the sun is beating down—you don't know what that is going to do to whatever the fuck you are putting on your shit. Even if it's in a trunk and you can't see the sun, the trunk is going to get hotter than it would be outside because the trunk is—the um, sun is beating down on it. I would not trust any type of proplica or prop or anything like that in a trunk like that, because it's either going to melt, or it can crack, or anything like that. So, I mean, I do not, I don't get why she would be carrying that around in the first place. If you're bringing it to somebody's place to have them work on a, a piece of it, that's one thing. You bring it into the fucking house, though. You don't just sit there with it in your car. I'm sorry, I would... With $4,000 in my trunk, I would be taking that to my house, to that person's house, and back to my house before I stopped and did anything else.
1: Right. Now, I I have not heard anything. I may have to go back and check links and follow up and see if there is a follow-up. But, I'll say this. If that was me, and that was my commission that got stolen... After the commissioner telling me and calming down, next thing I'm doing is I am going to call my lawyer and see what are my options.
3: I wouldn't be calling my lawyer. I'd want my money back. Either that or she does the commission over again out of her own pocket. Mm -hmm. I'm not losing $4,000. Hmm.
2: Oh, My cosplays are of much lower quality and hers, you know, maybe one or two hundred, and I keep mine under lock and key. For what that's worth.
1: Yeah.
3: And Candy Jam says that I think she was taking it to them. Yes. That's all well and good, but she left it in her car. In a bad neighborhood. In an obviously bad neighborhood. It's one thing if you're gonna go to like just like a a development and it's blocked off and things like that and you leave it in the car but the fact that she went into an obviously bad area where it's you know that people are just going to be assholes and break into cars and things like that if you're bringing it to somebody's place one why are you making stops before that Especially with $4,000 worth of crap in your car. And two, if she was at that person's place, why didn't she say, like when she went to the door, I have your commission, I'm going to bring it in. You do not leave shit like that to chance. It's like I feel really, really bad for her mm-hmm. and I feel really, really bad that something like this happened. But when you have that much invested in something, you do not leave it to chance that things are going to be okay. It's just, you you can't. And not because of... Just because
1: other people are assholes. Exactly. And we do have breaking news in the Anime Jam Session uh, studios. It seems that the commissioner is trying to raise funds to cover this loss. Wow. Now, I understand probably because of what happened, her car insurance is probably going to give her some reimbursement over what happened, but probably not enough. But, I'm sorry. I understand mistakes do happen, but somebody else should not pay for your mistakes on something this big, this expensive. And evidently, I don't think it cost it four thousand dollars because there. No, it, most of that was probably her time. Mm-hmm. Because if you if you look at the link that you yes, I'm looking posted, at it right now. Yes. Um,
3: it they needed to, she needed to raise twelve hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. She got it, all and already. has she's raised over that. Yes. So I mean, good for her and being able to get this stuff done.
1: At least some of the stuff was recovered. Some.
3: But at the same time, I I wouldn't be one to put money towards this.
1: Exactly. That's sort of like me if I'm building a computer for somebody. And let's say I put the wrong part in, it shorts out or it gets stolen. I can't ra- do a fundraiser to recover the cost. I have to pay out of pocket for that like yeah, I said
3: I, mean, I, I get I get that I mean it's big and she's like doing all of that and all of like and has issues but at the same time really and truly this is on her mm-hmm. and she should be doing this on her own now I uh... not saying oh well so many people saw this and were trying to help me let me let, let me try and make money off of them
1: now I can understand if it was my situation and I came to you y'all for help and I know y'all probably, you're you're my
3: friend, you're my best friend. So yeah, if something, if something I've done that, if something shitty happens to you, yeah, I'm going to let you borrow money.
1: Yes. And it's happened. You know,
3: I would not go to a random stranger and say, Hey, look, um, I know you guys have all seen this and everything, but can you guys help me out? I would not have the balls to do that to a random stranger
2: be no different from panhandling.
1: Yes. And as Game Girl X says, this is why the new generation is thought of as selfish and entitled. Have a problem? Need money? Just beg on the internet. Someone will give you free <laughs> money. As for the selfish and I can also follow it with your favorite anime you've been following fansub gets licensed. You refuse to buy it, but you'll continue to download the fansubs. But even though it's perfectly priced, you still refuse to buy it. I don't know. Paying twenty bucks for fifteen episodes, and it's a slightly high, and it's a higher quality than what I'm downloading, and I get sub and dub. Take my money, please.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's mind boggling. It's like I get it, I understand. There's issues, there's problems, but at the same time, you fucked up. Take it like a man.
1: Now. I do understand. Don't make your
3: own fucking commissions. Don't go to the conventions. Save the damn money that you would be using to do all of that shit and put it towards this commission. Don't start begging for money.
1: Well, I do know that some of the money is going towards the homeless man to help find and recover the stuff, you know?
3: Well, yeah, I mean that's nice and all, but at the same time, seriously? it's just i it is mind boggling. And and the fact that people gave her money—it's like yeah, th- there's a lot of really nice people out there, and I get that. But at the same time, I, it's just, I, I, it's like I, I don't know. Mainly because there are so many people out there that go, oh yeah, look, um, y- you know, something happened, and then you find out, you know, two days later that she was making the shit up. Like that chick that. um Basically lied about not getting a tip.
1: Right. Oh yeah, and I remember got all yes. of that
3: money sent to her.
1: I remember and that. It, mm-hmm. the
3: news articles and all of that shit. And then a month later, you find out that she was lying off of her ass.
1: Yes. And and it, and you know that pissed me off even more because she was a marine. So. Yeah, I, I mean.
3: I mean there's one th- like there's one thing and then there's another. And when it comes to this shit, it's like, yeah, I get it. You're you're trying to get the money back and you feel bad and you're you're trying to do this for the person. But at the same time, if you do shit like this, you don't fucking learn not to leave $4,000 worth of shit in your trunk because people are going to be nice and give you free money. Seriously, fuck that.
1: And as Candy Jam says, this homeless guy did a lot for her, and and barely any of the perks are going to him. I mean, shit. Fuck, so give
2: him all the money.
1: I would take, and I'm just, I would take enough just to cover the cost. But yeah, give him the rest. Yeah, definitely. Personally, I don't see a problem setting up a GoFundMe for this guy, this homeless guy who helped find all. I get, I understand that, but you know.
3: Yeah, I would rather give him the money and say, Hey, look, you did really, really nice. But I mean, obviously, I mean, only four people out of the 38 that contributed to this mm-hmm. put in for that. I mean, granted, that's not helping her any, but not for nothing, that's, he's the one that needs more of it, because, you know, he's homeless and everything.
1: Right. Now, now that we're talking about that, it seems that there is a new site that just popped up called American Cosplay Backer.
2: Um, is this what I think it is?
1: Yes, it is a web. It's from the people that do American Cosplay Paradise. You log in, it's pretty much cosplay Kickstarter. That's pretty much what it is.
3: You know what? All of these people being able to do Kickstarters and all of that, I want to see somebody. My size. Go on to one of these sites and try and do a Kickstarter for any type of commission, mm-hmm. and see just how much money comes in. Because well, I'm gonna bet you jack shit will come in.
2: Yeah, please. If I tried to sign up for this and get a cost, they get money for a uh, cosplay going, I'd end up losing money.
1: Yes, there there are a lot of projects. People that...
2: would demand money of me to take this thing fucking down.
1: There are projects such as butt reduction. There is a one another project for Kaiju rehousing. Hell, there is a crowdfunding for buying a spaceship. There is one for collecting the Earth's trash for Wally, for for Wally. You know, from Disney's Disney's on Wally. Yeah. Mhm. I guess it got to the point where you know what? I, I can't hurt, I can't hate on them. They they they. Some, that's Entrepreneurship 101 right there.
3: Yeah, I mean, and people are giving the money, and I get that. You can't... It's not all on that. People are willing to pay for the shit. But at the same time, if they weren't offering pictures of themselves half naked, I bet you most of them wouldn't get the money. True. Now, here... Because, as I said, because if I went on there and tried to get my... um my Deadpool cosplay done and ask money, ask people for the money to do it I might might get $100 for the concept alone because it's not been done yet but at the same time somebody's going to take that and do it themselves and they're going to have huge tits and make it a lot more sexy than it needs to be
1: or they're just going to um, laugh in my face Mako? You can hmm. calm down, because you know why? Hmm. American Cosplay Backer is an April Fool's joke. Good.
3: Well, yeah, but the people uh, that go
1: on the Kickstarter, yep. it aren't. Yes.
3: And people do that shit on Kickstarter. Oh, look, I I, I want to make this um cosplay, and all it is is a bikini, and I need $2,000 for it. Mm-hmm. And people fucking pay. Why? <laughs> because she's handing out half-naked pictures of herself.
1: Now, if you look at this... People went to town. There is a cosplay crowdfunding for The Wild Places. There's one for the Cosplay Jello Wrestling League. The what? Yes, Cosplay Jello Wrestling League. There is one that says, Help Robert Downey Jr. create a real life repulsor powered Iron Man cosplay. I might contribute to that one. And Sexy Princess Peach is here. I'm sorry, I'm
2: still stuck on the whole cosplay gel wrestling thing. Do they wrestle in or out of character?
1: I don't know, I didn't click on that yet, but there's one here that says, send Jasmine and Aladdin to Agrabah. There's one that says, bring Digimon real. Help me clone a Pokemon. Help my dick is too big. (laughs) Right. Help me pay off my student loans. <laughs> oh, if
2: only it were that easy. I
1: know, right? Genetically engineered colossal titan for photo shoot.
2: Ultimate. Because nothing will possibly go wrong from that.
1: Yeah. Ultimate X photo shoot. Need a replica Tokyo Tower to destroy. And there's one that says Operation Lebron. No. No. No make my cat
3: live forever
1: the holy grail yeah oh boy
3: yeah some of these are really really funny
1: i know especially the cosplay jello wrestling league they're pretty much wrestling in a pool of jello hey vince get on this Event gets does this. I have no problem subscribing to the WWE network after that. (laughs) That Costume Ace
3: Ventura Rhino.
1: That's our good, and you know that's that's a good friend of the podcast right there. But there is an interesting one here: the chair, a new convention reality TV series.
2: They did that already. On it was a game show. It wasn't all that funny or interesting. And it was
1: uh, and it was funded. 9,000 out of a dollar was funded. <laughs> Two backers. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. It's pretty much a reality show where you have to run the convention. Wow.
3: Alright, I say we uh, go past all of this and actually get to the shit we were supposed to be covering, right. seeing as how it's, you know, after 10 already.
1: Yeah, but... Uh... We're we're, we're kind of on time. Keyword, kinda.
3: Yeah, kinda not.
1: All right, all right. I'm sorry. Was I holding you up?
3: Well, no, but considering we're ranting about something that was last week and we have enough to rant about this week.
1: Oh, yeah, you you do have a valid point right there. Yeah. (laughs) All right, all right, all right, all right. Shall we? Shall we start off with a uh, kill a kill? Okay.
3: Yeah, go ahead. Have fun.
1: Uh, don't I always? No. Mm. Well, stranger shit has happened. Hmm. All right, and here we go. Kill a kill collaborates with an original maid cafe, so we have a kill a kill cafe opening up in Akihabara. Pretty much the Kill, la Kill cosplayers on my personal Facebook have pretty much have lost their shit wanting to work there. Now it's, a, as, it's a, as the description goes, it's an original anime that was aired in two seasons from twenty thirteen. It is produced by Trigger, which is a spin-off of the crew of uh, Digir and Lagan, which is Gynax. The Kill Kill Cafe is on the 6th floor of the G-Store Akiba, which is located 5 minutes from the JR Akihabara line, and 2 minutes from Exit 3 off of Suhirocho Station of the Tokyo Metro Ginza line. Cure Maid Cafe opened up in two th- March 2001, when the electric gadget-selling Electric Town image was strong, and could be well called the founder of the Akihabara Maid Cafes. Its original concept, providing delicious food and drink and a place to relax, still characterizes the place and it enjoys top-class popularity mo- among the more than 50 made cafes in Akihabara, and the place is full of posters and figures and items in re- referencing to the TV to the uh, to the awesome anime, and there are themed drinks as well. They ha- from the drinks there's 10 characters to choose from, starting with the protagonist Ryuka Matoy, and there's two choices of alcoholic beverages. Which each drink matching the image of the character in color and taste, which sounds pretty cool. And if you've watched, you, you've seen the croquettes that the family eats, and they have the Mankan Choku family croquette plate, which is pretty interesting. And it's roast beef donburi and four kinds of lightly pickled vegetables, and they, and it's made in the image of the elite four. Wow, pretty, pretty swank. I'm looking at some this is this is this is pretty boss. It looks pretty good. Yeah. The Lady Satsuki afternoon moment. Of course, because Lady Satsuki has to have her tea. Hmm. I wouldn't I would not mind going there.
3: Still haven't watched the anime. Uh
1: you will. And from my understanding, there is a 25th episode, but it's going straight to Blu-ray. Huh.
2: So it'll be like a bonus episode.
1: Yep. And then from what I'm hearing, it's supposed to actually conclude or something like that. I don't know. I'm still like 10 episodes behind, so maybe tomorrow or Thursday I'll go ahead and start um, finish marathoning the show.
3: I've been marathoning other shit first.
1: So I've seen. It's really, really, really good. I believe you. I truly do. It's really, really, really funny.
2: What is it you're marathoning?
1: Um,
3: it's got a really, really long name. It's uh, the English name is "Watch My Mental Choices Are." Yeah, it's my mental choices are completely interfering with my school romantic comedy.
1: Well, all righty then. Sounds That's like
3: a the name of it. Title. It's it's hilarious. It's um if you've watched um like it's a combo of uh, Azumanga Dayo and Lucky Star and Haruhi. Mm. It's just it's crack. And it's only 10 episodes. But it is absolute crack. And I
1: love it. I'm not surprised. Alright, Ari, all right. why don't you go ahead and take the next article that's, uh... if you insist. Oh, I do.
2: Here we go. Speaking of restaurants, a Hatsune Miku-themed restaurant opens in China. If any Miku fans find themselves in China's Guangxi province, they might want to stop at the city of Yulin for an unexpected surprise. Because it's in this city that the Vocaloid Singing Sensation has gotten a fast food restaurant dedicated to her... Though not likely in an official capacity. Mm. Aptly named Hatsune with Moe or Moe to Hatsune, the restaurant is covered in Miku-themed decorations from giant wall decals of leaks to Miku nendo- <clears throat> nendoroids at the counter. They all look so cute.
1: Ah, China. bootlegging shit since 1962.
2: <laughs> the menu, which, unfortunately, on- unexplicably has a picture of the Going Merry, or One Piece, consists mostly of delicious looking fast food chicken items with their few other dishes as well as desserts. From their wide menu to their fun character team atmosphere, they guarantee 100% customer satisfaction and they're cosplayer friendly.
1: The me- You know what the menu looks like? You know what it reminds me of? You ever go to those local fried chicken places and they have those- the menus all over the place? Yeah. It reminds me of that.
2: There's a couple of crown fried chickens in my area that do that.
1: There you go. I ain't gonna lie, crown those fried chicken tracks are damn good, but still, that's what it reminds me of.
2: Yeah, but they're few and far between.
1: There's one not too far from me, but I just don't go there because I think they're a little bit more pricier than they should, only because they're the only one in the area.
2: And that's probably why.
1: Yeah, I'd rather go to the Euro place up the street. I can only
2: imagine how long it would be before other Vocaloid characters got a theme restaurants named after them.
1: <laughs> in, regard, in response to bootlegging, Hockey Commons says, boot them in the leg. You first, good sir. You first. And as Candy Jam said, Heroes of Cosplays returning. Yes, if you go to their official Facebook page, there is a Heroes of Cosplay 1.5 teaser trailer, which is pure TNA, and supposedly they're all they're all cross playing. But I have not watched it, so I can't I can't validate. But that'd be amusing as hell, though. All right, moving on. Ah, uh, this is quite this is quite an interesting one, Maka. Would you care to take this?
3: Uh what was this? Oh, the anime director. Yeah, yeah. Let me just load it.
1: I, I I don't say no future but I think anime goes like in, in in like themes. I think we're we're done with the Moe stuff and now we're going back to the showing action stuff. Give or take.
3: Yeah. Mm. Um So, an animator and famous director, uh, Yoshiyuki Tomino, attended the Tokyo Anime Award Festival uh, 2014 um, and basically said that, um, oh, about the future of anime, there will be no future of anime. um, Then added, but that's in a certain condition. Basically saying that um, there are so many animation schools out there now that um there's so much so much stuff out there to do such a specialist job that people are basically going online and creating cartoons and anime and stuff like that on YouTube and because there's just so much crap out there that's free um it's basically flooding the flooding the media mm-hmm. and nobody's really paying attention to the stuff that's actually coming out because there's so much free stuff that you can find from no-name artists. Yeah, I, so I, he's, I, basically, he's basically saying that um, unless these people, you know, continue to sell their ideas, that the ideas for anime will become dry and it's just going to be an internet sensation after that.
1: Okay, I,
2: I I don't know. In the pictures in this article, he kind of looks like a crazy old, a crazy old homeless person. That's just me.
1: Mm. I mean, I do understand where he's coming from with that, and it's ways like this. We have our animes that we watch, and then what do we do afterwards? We go on YouTube and we watch parodies, or we watch somebody do something in that style. You know.
2: Mm-hmm. Or more than likely an abridged version of that act yeah, anime. That's
1: what I said. That's what I meant by parody.
2: Oh.
3: But I mean you're yeah. talking about somebody that worked on Astro Boy mm-hmm. and Mobile so- Mobile Suit Gundam and, like, and he, big names like
1: that. And he's um, he did yeah.
3: a lot of Gundam work.
1: Yeah, and he's seen like it evolving hell. Like last week before I took in my PS three, I watched one episode of Virgin of Pretty Cure and I'm watching, I'm like holy shit, the animation quality on this is like way different from what I've seen just now. It's like wow. Mm-hmm. But, but now you have all these animation schools popping up and everybody's going to it. You know it, you're going to join forces. You're going to have this studio, that studio, this studio, that studio. They're going to do series A. Then you got oh, they're doing that? Let's do this. We'll just do slightly different That's Studio B. Studio C sees what A and B is doing. They're like, oh, let's do it, but do it this way. And so on, and so on, and so on. Mm -hmm. I think it can... And you know what this reminds me of? Let me ask both of you this. When was the Mm -hmm. last time either one of you bitched about the fact that Hollywood is not original?
3: I bitch all the time
1: that Hollywood is not original.
2: I've routinely condemned them for their unoriginality.
1: Yep. And as Candy Jam says, but isn't that no different from music? There's the ability to make near anything, and music is still going on. Yeah. If you listen to normal music, what's going on nowadays, to me, going to point. it all sounds the same. It's same group, but it's maybe the beat is slightly different. The words are slightly different. Two different groups singing two different songs, but it still sounds the same to you because they both have the same meaning. It's like four different animation houses, doing four different anime, slightly different. You're watching all four. Despite the differences, it's all the same.
4: Hmm.
1: (sighs) Eh. Well, you know, what's just going to happen is people are going to just start picking titles and just prefer to watch this or prefer to watch that, and some series are just going to get canceled.
3: Yeah, and I mean uh, a lot of it is also um, like where everything's looking the same. That's not always a good thing. Right. Like all of the uh, Flash animation. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily always a good thing and everything started looking like that at one point.
2: Yeah. Mostly because Flash is a cost-saving measure, and they jumped on that.
1: Yep. And as D-Style says, this is similar to the whole video game development boom. Everybody wants to make games. Yeah, it's like almost every every single third-person game is the same, you know? And as Dungeon Buster says, there'll be lots of animation studios, but there'll always be Ghibli and Pixar. You'll always have the studio that continues to stand out above the noise. Understandable. Mm. You know? Like...
3: I want to see I want to see more originality like the original South Park episodes. That was all done with um paper. Mhm. It was a picture of paper and they would slowly move the paper like claymation. Right. Where it's just one picture you slowly move things it's another picture. I want to see more originality like that. Cuz who the hell Takes d- does animation with paper, and not necessarily physical drawings. That's just it's out there. It's different. It's awesome.
1: Damn right. Now, now that we got, we've gotten that out of our system, looks like Bondi is up to, is up to something. They're rolling out capsule figure cans to counter the tax increase. Starting April 1st, which is today, for the first time since 97, uh, Japanese consumers are facing a rise in the sales tax, going to eight percent, which it was previously five. <laughs> yep, it's
2: a hell of a jump. Mm-hmm. Hell, around here in uh, New Jersey, when the stick when the sales tax went from six to seven, people lost their shit.
1: Same here, but then uh, at the time, Bloomberg's like, "This is what we're going to do: no tax on clothing under a hundred bucks." And if you were smart, you made three trips if you were spending $300. <laughs> yep. Gotta love it when it's 99 99 Or just go
3: shopping in Jersey and don't have to worry about money, uh, taxes on clothing at all, ever.
2: There's a couple of border areas around the, the New Jersey and Delaware borders the New York-New Jersey borders mm-hmm. that advertise only half sales tax. As a way to uh, encourage customers to come in. <laughs> wow. Anyway, as you were saying...
1: Mm-hmm. Thanks. Many retailers are worried about the slump in the business. Other companies have been trying to find ways to counter these sales drops Because, you know, if the tax is going to go up, you ain't trying to spend as much money. So, Bondi is planning on introducing new gashapon pump machines that are designed to dispense the higher-value toys in larger can-shaped packages. According to Bonda executive uh, Keisuke Okada, we want to overcome the headwind of the tax hike by selling valuable items at higher prices. Now, current gashapons are in 100 yen increments, usually 200 total. The company believes it would be too difficult to modify the approximately 400,000 vending machines to accept the 1 yen coins needed to cover the tax increase. So, the new cans will sell at a higher price but contain larger toys worth anywhere between 300 and 500 yen. That's not bad.
2: In other words, they're actually they're increasing the price, but you're still getting your money's worth.
1: Mm-hmm. Banda is relying on an overhaul of their capsule figures to weather the upcoming tax increase. Some retailers are relying on perennial bestseller Hello Kitty. Uh, department store Takashima- Takashimaya is hoping to appeal to foreign customers visiting Japan for Hanami with an unveiling of limited edition products and special events. Um, between now and April eighth, Takashi Maya Shinjuku location will feature professional nail artists to create Hello Kitty themed designs, along with appearances from Hello Kitty herself. And I think this is the point where Mako is going to book her flight. Nah. Good, because um the coffers are empty. <laughs> All purchases will include a special bag featuring Hello Kitty wearing a kimono. There'll be Themed cafes inside the store, selling pink cherry blossom lattes and Hello Kitty themed pancakes. Their Osaka branch is running a similar promotion from April tenth to the twenty second.
2: I also love how the cans look like soda cans. I know. Like jet, like, like they're cracking open a can of giant Mecca Cola.
1: Mmm i could go for a can of Mecca cola right about now.
2: <laughs> that sounds like it would be, make a million dollars. Yes, it would.
1: Yes, it would. Or matter <laughs> of fact, if it wasn't Mecha-Cola, coal, it's just soda with a, in a blue can with a giant letter E on it.
2: Oh, yeah. There's a... Please, you go into Spencer's or Hot Topic and you get energy drinks that are like that. Mm. Granted, they're full of taurine and taste like shit, but they're there.
1: And half the time, it's synthetic taurine.
2: And no one even knows what Taurine does, either. That's what's extra baffling.
1: Do you know where Taurine comes from? No. Do you really want to... Mako, should I tell him? Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Bull testicles.
2: I had a feeling it was something (laughs) bull-related, since, you know, Tor was right there in the name.
1: Yes, and the um, models on the... um... And if you look at the logo for Red Bull, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I
3: still say that somebody should drink Red Bull and jump off the uh, jump off the roof because it keeps claiming that it gives you wings. And at least when I looked it up the last time, nowhere does it say it does not really give you wings. Could you imagine how much money you could make doing that?
2: Cha ching. Wait a minute, but then I have to be, I would have to admit that I'm stupid enough to believe an, a cheap advertising slogan like that. Like, I'd be on par with that woman who spills coffee on herself, and Sue McDonald's claiming she didn't know it was going to burn her.
1: Um, there's actually, more. Actually, no.
3: no. There's, there's more to that than yeah. Oh, I know. I,
2: I know, I've uh, read the whole thing, but and uh, there's an, there's like that's a, a common misconception. There's like
1: better. a... F- like ten-minute video documentary documentary about that.
2: She actually settled out of
1: court. Yeah. Well, she
3: shouldn't have even had to go to court.
1: True. All right, now Marco, I asked you to um cover this for mm-hmm. obvious reasons because you're the only um you're the official bitch of Anime Jam session. <laughs> So...
3: Yeah um, Alright basically I, I'll, I'll leave my opinions Out of this for now um, um, we, we ain't stopping is, you for uh, that
1: hmm? we, If you want to give your opinion You know we're not going to stop you
3: Oh I will give my opinion At the end But I'm oh, going to try and get through the article Without is it, Without bitching It's um, a good
1: thing I left the grill here
3: yeah. Uh, basically um it's uh from Ge- Geek Inked and it's basically a like this whole thing that they were doing for self confidence, um, having an interview with the uh with this plus size cosplayer, um, who went to San Diego Comic Con and uh, basically said that even as a fat chick she was going to to she was challenging herself and others uh, to dress like the hot chicks Um, so basically dressed as Captain America in um, what what looks like a bikini and just a Captain America mask and a wig Mm -hmm. and basically basically said that if the hot chicks quote-unquote can do it and wear nothing then there should be no double standard for people that are considered plus size. Okay. So this whole thing goes into how um how she basically took the abuse and um carried around a sign that said fat chicks cosplay two. And so this this um, didn't even website did right. an interview with her.
1: She didn't even spell chicks mm-hmm. right.
3: Did Would she- you Hush sorry. up, and let me get through this, and then you can bitch too.
1: Sorry, sorry, sorry.
3: Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically, this whole thing goes on that uh, that you should be able to dress how you want to, and not dressed for your weight, and um, it doesn't matter if people call you fat or disgusting that um you should be able to wear what you want how you want when you want um and, and just basically she's one of those people that goes out there and just does what she wants to do mm. and and I mean that's that's basically it she got a couple of photos where people actually liked it then she had she's talking about how a lot of people were um basically Uh, making fun of her and yelling inappropriate shit at her and, and and just like all of that stuff. Basically that she basically says something along the lines of you're, you're honoring your, your character and it doesn't matter how you're doing that. Nobody is going to fit the character mold. So you're not, you shouldn't have to um, change yourself to fit the character or pick a character just because you happen to look like it. Mhm. And through this thing, basically, I, I'm I'm thinking she's she's got a point. All right. But at the same time, she's not doing things. You know. You know. She's almost making a joke out of it. Um. She's taught, She talks about how um, like the the. Plus size cosplayers should be able to dress how they want and there should be no double standards. And so there's a picture of her um, in this uh, Captain America outfit. My issue isn't the fact that she dressed like this because I'm looking at this and I'm like, all right, I don't see a difference between her dressing like this and a skinny ass dressing like this. I don't like the concept because mm-hmm. I don't think it looks like the character. Mm-hmm. But if you want to wear it, you want to wear it. That's that's my opinion. I don't like it, and I will bitch because I don't like it. But I don't like it on anybody, whether they're fat or they're skinny. My issue with this is that she's wearing men's underwear and a bra. Um, she put nothing into this.
1: Is whereas
3: this... most of those... Most of those girls, most of those women doing sexy cosplay are either making it or l- making it look more like what it's supposed to. She is literally wearing the the uh, Captain America men's underwear because you can tell that it's the men's underwear and a bra. That's what I don't like because it's not her challenging the hot chicks, quote unquote it's her putting on underwear and a bra, almost as if she's making fun of them.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So she's not proving her point by wearing this. She's proving the, the overweight point, but she's not proving the point of being like these quote-unquote hot chicks. She's proving the point to me that she's making fun of these it's chicks coming... for wearing nothing but a bra and underwear. It's when they're almost... wearing more of It's Uh, it's a a parody. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that that just makes me go, Well, you're yeah, whoop de doo, you're standing up for the plus sized woman, but you're also making us look like bitches. And you're making us look like, oh well You know, all these women are sexy and they're all they're wearing is, you know, what looks like a bra and panties, so I'm gonna wear what looks like a bra and panties. No, you're wearing bra and panties. You're not wearing something that looks like that. You didn't take the time to actually make something. You didn't take the time to go and find something that matched. You just picked out you just went shopping and found underwear and a bra. That's what I don't find that's what I find upsetting about this.
4: Complete lack of originality. Because while she's.
3: It's not the complete lack of originality. It's the fact that she's saying one thing and doing something else. So, I mean, she's not. She's making herself look good to the plus size cosplayers. But all of those cosplayers that are in the quote unquote hot chick category that should be okay with this are looking at her and going well she's just making fun of me because all she did was put on underwear and a bra whereas if you go through and you look at these sexy cosplays you can see that at least somebody, not necessarily the person wearing it, but somebody put time and effort to make sure that the colors matched, that it looked good, and all of that So that upset me. The other thing that upset me in this is that she says, um, like she makes an offhand comment about dressing to your size. And she doesn't say, she basically said that you should be able to dress however you want. No, you need to dress to your size. Not necessarily the fact that, oh, because you're fat, you need to wear stuff and cover your body. That's not what I'm saying when, when you say dress to your size. When you mm-hmm. say dress to your size, it means to make yourself look appropriate. You are not going to be able to fit into a bikini top for somebody that is, say, an A cup. If you happen to have double Ds, <coughs> mm, it's not going to work for a convention.
2: Mm-hmm. It's not going to work in any context, really. So-
3: so, yes, you need to dress to your size. If you are wearing a skirt and you're trying to be sexy, that's one thing. If you were wearing a skirt and you're trying to be Sailor Moon and your ass is hanging out because the skirt doesn't cover it, no, you need a longer skirt. So, yes, you need to dress appropriately to your size to the costume. But she doesn't say that. She's like, just wear what you want. Like no, you need to think about this shit. Not just slap on a pair of underwear and a fucking bra.
1: And you wanna know something? The sad part is that let a skinny chick wear the same thing, it would be it would be counted as hot and attractive. You know what I'm saying? Cause be following her all around the convention. Pretty much. And if we go to the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, we have some very um, interesting comments um, from Candy Jam. She says she's making fun of both sides because, in a sense, if you're heavy and you feel embarrassed by it, she's insulting you too. And as Gamer Girl, wonderful. F- yep, as Gamer that's Girl,
2: because hmm? that's what I felt like hearing especially right. today.
1: Mm. I feel mm. you doing that, bro. And As Gamer Girl X says. Good cosplay is good cosplay, regardless of body size, color, race, etc. But people need to be realistic that a lot of people show skin in order to get attention. It's a base truth that sex sells, unfortunately. And Scarlet just says, "Whatever, I do what I want." Fair
3: enough. Now, yeah, I mean, I've got no issue. You wanna, if you're plus size and you wanna go out there in a corset pushing your girls up and a short ass skirt, you do it. Go for it. But don't be that person that is going to go, oh, I'm going to do this, and oh my god, everybody's making fun of me, wah, wah, wah. Real life, bitches. People are assholes, and they're going to make fun of you. They're going to comment. They're going to say something. If you can't sit there and take it, don't wear the shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Because that's what it comes down to. Wear what you want. If the cosplay is off and you don't give a shit, wear it. But people are going to comment. If you basically put a bow on a white t-shirt and call yourself Sailor Moon, people are going to laugh at you. But as long as you are okay with that, then have that confidence. Do what you want. Go out there and have fun. But if you're going to go home crying because people made fun of you then perhaps just putting a bow on a white t shirt isn't the isn't the idea for
1: you. And as Act Def says, if you do something you do it because you love it, not because you crave attention. Or worry about what others say, and you're correct. Now
2: if only it were that easy.
1: I know for some people it is, some people it's not. I see from the current generation it's all about it's becoming a lot like popularity, but I'm noticing doing it for popularity and doing it for fun it's kind of clashing back and forth. Like a friend of mine was trying to figure out about going to a con and she's going to cosplay and I was like you know what fuck it don't cosplay just show up and have a good time. Oh, And she was like well one of the reasons I cosplay is to have a good time and this. And, that. and I'm like well that's good for you. I don't think you should really have to sit there and decide what co- cosplay you should bring you know because but then again we all get that point where we bring three costumes we go to the con and let's say one series is very popular and you did not bring your costume from that and you're like well fuck it happens but you don't want to be, be all moody and stirring the pot about it you know
3: the only reason why you should contemplate which cosplay to bring besides you know which character you want to dress up as is whether or not it is weather appropriate Mhm. If it's going to be 100 degrees out with, you know, humidity making it feel like 114, it might not be a good idea to wear fur. Okay. Unless it's a fur bikini. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The same thing is, if it's going to be, you know, 29 degrees out, you maybe wear b- wearing b- the Felicia something. outfit would be, you know, a bad idea.
2: Don't wear something from the swimsuit mm-hmm. episode.
3: Yeah. That's really the only thing you should really contemplate about your cosplay. Mm-hmm. But again, if if you do not have the thick skin, and because this is, because it has become high school, and that's what it is, yes. uh, cosplay has become high school.
1: That's what I've been saying. It's cosplay high. It, you and have a. Th- it's like I don't hmm? mean to cut you off. It's cosplay high, and it's you, me, Ari, gamer girl, Scarlet. If you're we're all the teachers, the principals, the guidance counselors, and we're sitting there like when did it come to this? We send the little cops in their way, we open the drawer, we grabbed we grabbed a flask and we just chugged that son of a bitch hope and looking at the clock hoping it's time for lunch.
2: Happy hour in the teacher's lounge. Yeah, because those fucking teens B-Y-O-B. Those fucking
3: teens don't pay attention to anything that they're being taught. But I mean, that's what it is. It's high school. If if you can't handle somebody saying you're a fat bitch, you shouldn't be cosplaying that. Mm. If that's gonna screw with you, then I mean, that's something that you have to deal with because that's going. It 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 shouldn't happen, but it's going to happen.
1: Learn to be thick-skinned. And that's marks it.
3: That's the mindset you need to go into. It's not all happy and loving and family anymore because there are a lot of prissy bitches. And the thing is, it's not the people that are in cosplay just to have fun. Mm -hmm. It's the people that are in cosplay to make a name for themselves, to be the models, to do all of that shit. I mean, yeah, there are some of them that are still going to be really chill. But for the most part, the people that... And I don't want to label them fake cosplayers. But the ones that take their modeling career more importantly than, you know, the having fun at conventions. Those are the people that are going to be, oh, well, look, she's just a fat bitch. Mm Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it's like... I don't wear skimpy outfits but I've still been called that shit in the cosplay that I wear and I am completely covered it's gonna happen because people are assholes Mm -hmm. and that's the whole thing if you can't handle that then maybe cosplaying right now isn't a good thing because there are more issues that need to be dealt with
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And that we're, we're... And, and that's that's what it comes down to. I mean, I I respect, I respect this girl for doing what she's doing. I get it. I understand it. And you know, I, I I tip my hat to her. But at the same time, the way she's doing it isn't helping. Because it, she has a really great mindset. She's got really thick skin. She's able to go out there and do that. Nine times out of 10, most people that are overweight or that, you know, have braces or that are forced to wear Coke bottle glasses or they, they, you know, orthopedic shoes, something, something like that, that makes them stand out. Nine times out of 10, most of them do not, are, are not able to fully take all of that. And that's something that needs to be worked on before they go into a situation mm-hmm. where they're going to stand out. Right. Because I would love to be able to go into these situations and, and have it be how it used to be. Where you dress up and people are amazed because you dressed up as a character that, you know, that not a lot of people were doing. Or you actually took the time to get a wig Or you took the time to, you know, make sure that the outfit was colored correctly. It's not like that anymore. And I hope to whatever God, Kami, or whatever is listening, that it goes back to that. But until it does, you can't just, you know, you can't just say, oh, yeah, well, you know what, wear what you want. It's like, no, wear what you want, but wear something that's going to make you feel comfortable. Don't feel that you need to go out there with your tits hanging out just because, you know, other people do it. And I'm done with my ranting now.
1: Okay. Now, as we bring that up, an article popped up on Kotaku about a young cosplayer who lost over 100 pounds after fat shaming. Now, I see pictures of her from junior high. She's cute. I see nothing wrong with her. What it was she um cosplayed um let's see now, she cosplayed Tierra Urday from mobile suit Gundam double all right, and she had saw herself on t v and she and she was like really aghast at how she looked, and people were mocking her like who are you like what's that who are you supposed to be cosplaying and you know and we've been there you know we've been mocked and insulted you know and then you know and and as, as and there's a TV show that is filming this and they're showing her reactions and it's like one of the subtitles is like just a fatty looking weird that's wow so this is
2: America'm I'm, I'm pretty sure that guy would have getting his ass kicked
1: most likely so she went from According to the show, she went from 209 pounds to 99 pounds.
2: Yeah, losing two-thirds of your body
1: weight, that's not
2: healthy. It
1: isn't. But maybe over a length of time, it probably is. But I've always believed, be proud of who you are. Be proud of your body. Because believe you me, I got a Buddha belly on me. If you want to lose weight, do it for yourself. Not because your significant other tells you to, or your parents, or your siblings, or this, or that. Do it because you want to, and you are willing to do it. Now, she did it because she felt like it was an insult to the character. I'm sorry, the character is not going to jump out of the anime and look at you and insult you for being a fat fuck.
2: They're going to appreciate you being a fan. Yes. It's like, it's like that, uh, you remember the movie Fantasia? Mm-hmm. How in the middle of the movie, uh, like, Mickey runs from, a, uh, I I think it was the Sorcerer's Apprentice skit? Yes. It, like, runs up to, a, uh, shake the hand and, and talk with a conductor? Mm-hmm. It'll be something like that. Yes. Of course, nowadays, it'll probably be, like, like, fist bump or something like that, but... Mm-hmm. My favorite, your favorite character isn't gonna gonna jump out of the screen and say, the fuck are you doing watching this, you asshole? You know, yeah. something like that.
1: Now, and also to refer back to what Marco said in the last article, now, like I said, I ain't no Skinny Mini. Now, one of the cosplayers I cosplay is Human Artemis. Now, if you see his pic, if you see him, there is a, there's a part on his cosplay where his belly button is open. And because of Buddha belly I refuse to have that I think it
2: looks better without any gut exposed
1: so I had it adjusted so it's still the same cosplay but you can't see my any and I like that better I call that adjusting the cosplay to work for me still being in character And as Nemesis47 says, there are still cute plus-size cosplayers. I got no issues with that. Oh, yeah. And, and as I was t- telling a friend of mine, when it comes to photography, I'm I yes, we all can be a little bit biased, but I tend to shoot more of the plus-size cosplayers because I think they make they make the cosplays look more realistic as opposed to seeing the character in an anime. But I'll shoot anybody's picture, regardless.
2: Plus, they might be a little bit underrepresented.
1: Yeah, maybe.
3: I mean, like, I, I don't know. With the, with this whole thing, it's just like, if you're going to have that stuff and put the cards over the sweets to, you know, psych yourself out, why have the sweets in the house in the first place? Mm-hmm. I, I mean
2: sunk cost fallacy, thinking that you're just literally throwing money away?
3: Yeah, I know. My whole thing is, this is happening in a country where fat shaming is just, that's what they do.
1: It's part of a normal tr- normal everyday life.
3: Yeah, because for them, it's like, oh, well, yeah, fat shaming, it's, it's going to help them. For the most part, it doesn't but i mean you're you're talking about a country where people just walking down oh you're such a fatty why are you you know you sh- you shouldn't you should stop eating or you should kill yourself and shit like that i mean that's the kind of shit that happens in this country for overweight people
1: and mm, i agree but I, agree. I mean
3: it's just like this whole this whole thing this whole thing it's almost amusing in a sense because she's going on and like basically making fun of herself too I mean how she used to look
1: I don't see nothing wrong making fun of yourself but you know where I stand on this so
3: I mean is she I don't know it's almost like she hated herself so much you know that that she did something like this
1: that reminds me of an episode of Law and Order where this fat chick she she got teased to the point where she got skinny she saw some fat kid eating something and she teased him and pretty much lost her shit on him and towards the end of the episode they found out that she used her parents used it into a, you know, a special school for fat kids and this and this and that and they used it against her and she pretty much just boom. Lost it right there in the in the squad in the in the, in the room. So, and like I this goes back to what we said about you know cosplayers who are modeling and doing this and doing that. Don't sneak around it. Don't make fun of it. Own up to it.
3: To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam session on VOGNetwork.com, use the passphrase, satin. Mm.
1: Oh yeah, and you're right. Like you it, said, was F- it, was, yeah, it was. It was. It was. Yes.
3: The character isn't going to be upset that you don't look exactly like them. Characters not real.
2: Also, because some of the characters are drawn, can be drawn with like real Barbie doll-like anatomy. hmm Like seriously, I'm pretty sure Nami from One Piece has a dress size in the negatives. As tall and thin as the as characters in the anime are drawn. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: All right. I think we've pretty much beaten this to a pulp, so let's go ahead and head on over to our open forum topic of of the week. This week's open forum topic, what is the most amount of money you have spent on a cosplay, whether it was a commission or you made it yourself? From Mark Nason, he says, I would say I spent no more than 75 to $80 on my Stein cosplay, and that's for the lab coat and the accessories, the wig, and materials I used to make the head screw prop. From um, Loki's Crossplay, he goes, it's probably my red butterfly CC from Code Geass. Around $500 this dress cost me to have commissioned. And from our own residential koi, she goes. Funny enough, Sephiroth. It came in around eight hundred dollars. Oof. But she had a legitimate reason for that. She had to buy a sander. <laughs> what for? I guess the sit for her I'm sword. I'm guessing the sword. Yeah.
2: Oh.
3: Yeah. I, I don't. I don't take that as part of the. Uh you know, as part of the cosplay cost itself, if you're Mm. buying stuff to, you know, stuff that you're going to be able to use forever, or not, well, not forever, but, you know, other ways, I don't see that as a cosplay cost. I see it as just, you know, a home cost. Mm. I'm trying to think of, because most of the stuff that I have actually all of the stuff I have I've made myself Mm -hmm. so it's just you know materials and things like that right but like there are a couple of commissions that I want and you know if it's a commission that I want and it's something that I feel good about and excites me I'm gonna spend however much money I need to hell I just commissioned a fucking plushie for over three hundred dollars
1: which Which turned into a massive bitch fight on my Facebook because yeah. everybody wanted it,
3: yeah, no, sorry, bitches, it's mine
1: bat, <laughs> bat duo belongs to Makochan, you must defeat her to stand a chance,
3: yeah, but I mean it's it, because it's not something that I can do you do re- I can't sit there and I can't sit there and make a plushie, but this is a plushie I have wanted for years, and I'm talking you know a good you know, 15 15-ish years, mm-hmm. and it's not something I, that I can do for myself. So when somebody comes along and makes plushies and goes, yeah, I can make this, I'm going to throw money at them.
1: Shut up and take my money. Exactly. You do realize now you have to cosplay Hero and walk around with Bat Duo.
3: I am not cosplaying Hero. <laughs> I'm sorry, I am not wearing spandex.
1: Hmm. All right.
2: Actually, my cosplays have been mostly on the frugal side, except for yeah. the uh, Indigo Ash jacket, which is ended uh, up being I think three hundred fifty for the gloves and the jacket itself, as well as the hat, mm-hmm. which was uh, comped because they originally sent me just a cheap kids' merchandise hat, which did not fit my head at all. It was like a fucking y- yarmulke. But uh, yeah, the Hoenn version of Ash was uh, like around 120 altogether after buying all the clothes and the materials. And uh, my Dan Hibiki I don't like I don't even think I got triple digits in uh, that one. Most most of that was just buying the uniform and uh, buying the dye for it. Mm. Also I had to buy a little bin to uh, dye the stuff in in secret, but you know, Mm -hmm. that didn't bother me.
1: In other words, Ash Ketchumstein.
2: Bug or something like that? Yeah.
1: Okay. Um. Uh, I think the mo- the most I've spent was $150. I recommissioned uh, my Ronma tunic, and the difference was instead of paying, like, a normal flat price because of how it is, some commissioners charge by the hour. So that's what the labor was. So, you know.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know, because the one cosplay that I'm attempting to save up for, and I will probably have the money at the end of um, October Mm -hmm. because that's, we're starting to get more hours for work, which is yay. But um, that I know is going to be a pretty penny because I'm commissioning a full Lolita uh, dress. And so it's going to be ribbons and lace. And with my size, it's going to be a lot of material Mm -hmm. So I know for a fact that it's going to be up there in price and I'm willing to pay it because I am not sitting there and making a dress.
1: Right. And if we go into the chat room real quick at live.vognetwork.com uh Gamer Girl X says she, dro- she spent $1,200 on Seth Nightlord and I've seen a picture of it which you can find on her website at gamergirlx.com Wow. Um, Candy Jam has... Her she's at five hundred dollars for her Luna cosplay, and I think I'm going to assume it's Princess Luna from My Little Pony because she mentioned she's not hasn't started on the wings yet. Now, Mrs. Forty Seven says he dropped one fifty on a Duke Nukem cosplay that he didn't get back from a commissioner. Bastards. Yeah, and I, and I understand, but sometimes when you're making your cosplays and you're looking at how much it's costing, and it's like, well, shit, it's almost. Coming to around the price of a car, a couple of car payments, or this or that, it's like, well, fuck, you know. Well,
3: yeah, but when you're making it yourself, mm-hmm. you're not necessarily dropping all of that money at once. Oh, I know. You,
1: it's over time. Yeah, yeah I know. You, p-
3: you pick up a yard of uh, fabric here. You pick up a yard of lace here. You pick up a couple of things of, of um, thread. Mm-hmm. So I mean that that. Cost might be over months, not necessarily you know within a twenty four hour period.
2: It doesn't feel like as much as being spent, but it's still the same amount
1: true and you know the same thing is like when i when I do computers, it's like yeah, yeah, I could tell you my machine probably cost me about seven eight hundred dollars, but I just bought part here and a part there, and I just built it up over time. And I assembled it. Like the next set of upgrades is gonna probably run me about four hundred dollars, so I'll buy a part here, a part there, and just keep saving up till I get to where I can make the big purchases. You know?
3: Yeah, and because you're doing it yourself, you don't have to pay the price of somebody doing it for you.
1: And yeah, and um, and that uh, the Princess Luna that Candy Jam's working on, she's been working on it for the last eight months and Gamer Girl X, her Seth Nightlord, two years. So that's just, wow. So I do understand. It's like, it's not all at once, but it's like, when you, after everything is said and done, you look at the final tab, and you know, it's like, uh-huh. I spent that much, but when you look at the time you invested over, it's like, you know what? That ain't bad. No. Yeah. know shit.
3: And I mean... A lot of commissioners out there will actually do payment plans sure. for you.
1: And once you hit that mark, they'll start on it, you know?
3: Yeah, it's like, oh, well, they usually need, like, half up front. Mm-hmm. And most of that is going to the materials. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of what you're paying is their time to do it. Yup. Which, I mean, for a lot of the crap out there, yeah, if it's not going to take a lot of time, then, yeah, it's, it's you know, easy. Um, but there's a lot of stuff out there that takes a lot of time, um, especially stuff that has to be hand-sewn. Not everything can Mm -hmm. be just, you know, zipped through on a machine and be done. A lot of stuff out there, a lot of detailing, a lot of, you know, really small, um, attachments and things like that, they all have to be hand-sewn.
1: True, true. Now that we've gotten that our out of our systems we're going to go ahead and open up the skype line you can go ahead and skype us at anime jam session and we're also going to talk about news from japan so if you want talk about if you want to call and talk about topics we've covered or something from a prior episode go on ahead and give us a buzz we will believe you just so you know if we don't get back to you right away we will call you back. Just be patient. Alright, so, I will start this off. Man sues police after being locked in with the member of a Yakuza group he was trying to leave. Wow. That is some shit.
2: That takes (laughs) balls.
1: Yes. Or the officer was that stupid. A man went to Yamanashi uh, police looking for protection when he decided to quit his organized crime group. But it seems that the officers thought he needed to talk it out with them and locked him in the room with a member of said group. Resulting in the gang member demanding a finger as compensation. Happened in 2011. He, the, the guy was looking for protection after leaving the gang because he wanted to start a new life. He went to his boss and wanted to leave, and... Since criminal bosses aren't bound by modern labor laws, he de- he simply declined the request. Not too long after the denial, the man just happened to get into a car cushion with someone else from the gang. Understandably concerned for his well-being, the man went to the police, who a persuaded him of a face-to-face ma- uh, talk. Uh, why would you do that? Anywho. The officer who witnessed this exchange where they were in the interrogation room discussing things, the officer was reprimanded for not issuing a cease and disorder as police are obliged to do so by the Anti-Organized Crime Act.
2: Like and, the Yakuza would have listened.
1: Mm, but it was too little too late as the man had sued the Yamanashi Prefecture for 1.13 million yen. Tokyo District Court sided with the man, ruling that the actions of the police on that day would cause him unnecessary mental anguish, and they gave him 250,000 yen instead.
2: I wonder if he ever actually cut off his finger.
1: I doubt it, but... Christ. As Dungeon Buster says, just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in, minus a finger. And the refer back to prices of cosplays and commissions and all that cool stuff. Gamer girl X says you should see people complain about the cost of her tentacles. She sells in Artist Alley. They're like what forty five dollars for a five foot plushie. I thought it would be like fifteen. Some people.
3: Yeah, that's that's part of the uh, you know generation. It's also an age thing. Yeah kids coming in it's like because they're so used to their parents paying for shit it's like mm-hmm. no this is you know it costs money well fuck that I don't want it oh wait you know you bet you turned your back let me steal it from you
1: yeah for a while uh, fanboy had to have somebody at his booth you know as security cause somebody thought it, a couple people thought it was a great idea to steal the Totoro hoodies
2: The nervous some fucking people hmm
1: No home training, what can I tell you? Alright. Ari, All right, would you like take the next article, please?
2: Um, let's see. Man arrested for assaulting three high school girls on bikes. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? I don't know. Police in Tokyo said Thursday that they have arrested a 30-year-old unemployed man for randomly assaulting three high school girls as they were riding to school on their bikes last month. According to police, the suspect, identified as Kitaro Kuwabata, first attacked two girls as they rode to the high school in Higashiyamato City on at around 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. on February 19th, <clears throat> TV Asahi reported. Police said Kuwabata struck them on the arms, knocking them off their bikes. In the second incident on February 20th, which occurred about 50 meters from the first attack, mm-hmm. police say Kurabara another girl with a knife.
1: What Ouch. the fuck? Forget. You know, you know. Let's, let's, let's just leave Japan, the land of sushi. Let's go to Mexico, land of great tacos and burritos. Let's go there.
6: Great tacos, burritos, sopes, <laughs> tamales, <laughs> beer. Anything you want.
1: You <laughs> got that right. And for those who don't know, please introduce yourself, caller.
6: Uh this is a deft.
1: Hey Acta, what's going on, brother?
6: Well, nothing much, nothing much. Uh I i you you all have seen Ma, uh Madoka Machika, right? Yes. Well uh it's on Netflix now. It, uh, it got added recently, Sorry, so man. I decided, why not? Let's do this. It I heard so, so much about it, and I, and I didn't know that much. I only know that it's different to not say uh, it's dark like that. Uh, and yeah, I watched all of it during the weekend, and I and I must say, my God, that series seriously. For a loop.
1: Yes, as people have said, Evangelion is to Mecha anime, as Madoka is to Magical Girl anime.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely <coughs> special.
1: Does that mean that the budget's gonna run out
2: two-thirds of the way through the series, and the creator's gonna have a fucking accidental meltdown? No. Which the... gets into the series itself?
1: No, that the meltdown is part of the series, but they just keep funneling more money into it.
6: Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it uh, I I saw it all and 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 at first it started like kind of slow and it's uh, it's it looks like your traditional or somewhat traditional uh, magical girl mm-hmm. anime but yeah after I think episode three yeah I went like what the fuck
1: exactly
6: yeah it, it was like damn like oh my fucking god. And after that, yeah, it was a, a huge roller coaster up in anime because, yeah, so many, uh, what the fuck moments, uh, and so many, I hate QB moments, too. I think, oh, like, yeah, <laughs> I
1: think QB is the number two hated ca- character in anime, and number one being really into Peacecraft.
2: Oof.
6: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, yeah I, I, I did it.
6: I, like, at first, I wanted to, like, Qbay some somewhat mm-hmm. because it looks cute it's uh, it's uh, it looks uh, oh adorable but yeah I, I knew that something was wrong with Cube, uh from the beginning and and it it's something like wow <laughs> later on yeah but i, I don't want to give uh too much spoilers for people that maybe haven't seen it i understand but but yeah it's it's a it's a seriously must watch i i, I think uh, a few weeks ago you were talking about uh, series or uh or anime that that people overhyped mm-hmm. and you didn't b- want right. to watch it madoka was one of them okay. for me
1: yeah, i understand
6: but yeah it, uh, I, now I get the hype because yeah it's a it's a really good anime it's like a really good story yeah it, uh, overall so it,
1: and then after so
6: watched watch. yeah
1: and then after I watched it, I said, godoka versus eternal sailor moon, a fight to the finish. And I said Godoka would whoop Eternal Sailor Moon's ass. Then I reread the Sailor <laughs> Moon manga and I said, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and also something else I've been telling people. If you sit if you had the time, in some of the episodes they show mathematical formulas when they're in school.
2: They're not always correct.
1: True. But it has, Like one of the
2: AMV helm. Videos that a blasted blasted something like that
1: true, but they're connect, but it actually related and connected to the series as a whole, so I forgot the reason why my old roommate actually figured it out, but then again, my old roommate has a um master's degree in mathematics, so yeah,
2: and he saw scott yeah. Steiner's uh percentage of winning promo and tenured his resignation the next day
1: more or less. <laughs> Okay, bro. You have anything else for us tonight?
6: Well, I I also wanted to add to the, to the whole cosplay shaming thing. Go,
1: yeah, go ahead, yeah.
6: And and like I said, and you, uh, you read my message uh, uh, from the chat. It's if if you like to do something, if you like something, and and it's your passion, you should do it. It's you shouldn't worry, and you shouldn't give a fuck about anything Mm -hmm. or anyone says. Because really, it, if you like to do it, it's because you like to do it, not because uh, not, not because you want attention or not because you want to be popular.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: So unless you want to do that, then uh, go ahead. Uh, I I don't mind. Be- but if if it's something you like, you must do it. And I was talking about uh, about this uh, in a recent convention, mm-hmm. uh, convention here, with a, with a friend. Yeah. Uh, because uh on the stage they were calling people to to come up front and, and do stuff to win uh some prizes like uh like other passes and oh, okay. and other uh, name and stuff and, and he said uh, uh something like something like this. Uh uh are they calling people and they're and they're gonna just uh uh make fun of them and and they're gonna be ashamed and all that. And I said what well you shouldn't be ashamed to do something you like. And, and and if you like like dancing or singing right. or even just uh uh just show what you can do if you like to do that it's uh, you shouldn't be ashamed to do it all right, cool. shouldn't be uh worried about it if you like to do it
1: fair enough and hey thanks for that we really appreciate that bro
6: hey thanks for having me hey
1: no t- anytime man. anytime take care bro you too all right take care. Good to hear from you. That's our friendly neighborhood residential, awesome Mexican act def. Definitely check him out check out his articles. I love this song on Vognetwork.com. Now go ahead, let's knock out this very last article, and we can just kind of mosey on. It's all you, Mako. All right, the last article. A uh, man is
3: arrested over hit-and-run death of woman he met through online dating site.
1: Talk about a bad first date. Yeah. Um,
3: Fukukawa Prefecture, uh, Tuesday, arrested a man, uh, 24 years old, over a hit-and-run death of a 19-year-old woman who he met on an online dating site. According to the police, the woman was found on the street at around 2 a.m., uh, Monday morning, after having hit after having been hit by a car, uh, police said she was taken to a hospital where she was pronounced dead. Mm. Police were able to trace the driver of the car after a witness noted the license plate and contacted police. According to the witness, uh, uh, the woman had stood in front of the car, trying to prevent him from driving into the parking lot of the condo where she lived. Mm. After the car knocked her down, it backed up and left the scene, the witness told police. Um, the man said that after meeting her through an online dating site and they were they met for the first time on the night of the incident, he told police there was trouble between them, but that he didn't mean to kill her. Wait, he killed her? He killed her. I. I guess he must have dropped her off at home and either wanted to come in or expected to be able to come in. And she stood in front of his car so that he couldn't drive into the parking lot. And he hit her with his car and then took off.
2: Don't you just love humanity?
3: I I
1: can't anymore. Uh, Yeah, uh, so I I, I mean, obviously
3: something happened where she did not want him coming over to her house, whatever had happened, he tried to anyway, and when she didn't move, uh, I guess he was expecting her to move, he hit her, and yeah... This is why you both take either two different cars or you show up differently. You do not rely on somebody to drive your ass home, especially if obviously you've been in a fight and the date didn't work out.
1: Or you take mass transit, but enough of that. We have a caller on the line. Uh, Thanks for calling Anime Jam Session. Who do we have the honor of uh, speaking with? Candy Jam again. Hey Candy Jam, what's up? Hi.
0: Um. Back to um. That uh. That previous story about the cosplay stolen. I. Yes. I just wanted to point out something that um. Actually prevented me from actually donating because I did feel bad because you mm-hmm. know you lose a commission that that's a really hard thing. Mm-hmm. Um. But what stopped me was um. The issue is is only five dollars was going to that man like that was the only thing from him, for him. to the homeless man that assisted her everything else was like pretty much just ego stroking. I felt like it was like Oh, you could get like um, a signed print from her Um, If you donated like two hundred and fifty dollars or more she would give you cosplay consulting and I just kind of felt like This is a guy who's homeless and didn't have to help you and all you could give him was five bucks from people And there's only three that claimed that so that's like 15 bucks for that man.
1: Yeah, I mean not for nothing. I mean the bums here in New oh, York City. Oh, I'm sorry, City, that
0: must be my TV.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, we kind of hear some noise. I'm thinking <laughs> like we're at we're at, we're out on a sh- like on a, on a plane field somewhere, like jet's about to take Hello? off. We can hear you. We can hear Hello, you. Oh,
0: I'm sorry, is that
1: it's... my TV? It might it, have been. It was. Yeah, or either that we're at we're at Marco's my... house recording the show.
0: Uh, sorry, my TV. Um. I don't know what it is with my TV and Skype. Like my little TV in my room does not have an issue. My big TV has an issue.
1: I know that feels. Yeah, it's all right. But,
0: mm-hmm. um, back to what I was saying. That the the stolen cosplay. Yeah. Um, the homeless man that um assisted her, there's only one perk for him and it's five dollars. Everything else is kind of more of ego stroking for her. Like if you gave like 15 or more, she'd give you a signed print. 100, you get a cosplay photo shoot with her. Um, 250 more, she does cosplay consulting on Skype, but he only gets five pages. Five dollars. $5. I was like,
5: like that actually
0: prevented me from giving anything. I was like, you're giving this homeless man five dollars
1: and he helped you? Stop. Stop x amount of money for cosplay consultant on Skype. Okay. Not for nothing. I don't mean I don't want to blow this chick's out the water. But I can just grab my phone. I can call like a third of people in my phone are cosplayers who have been in the, who have been do, in the game just as long as I have who has done Beyond the number of cosplays that I could I could ever imagine, I can call them right now and be like, I'm stuck on this, this, and that. What do I do? They'll be like, Come over, this. And we'll work it out together. There are people in the chat right now that will say that to me as well, and I don't have to pay them. And if I do, it's like what? Fix my computer or buy me dinner. Done. Yeah. I do have the
0: link. Um, This is the link to her... It's not on my Kickstarter or anything. It's on something called Indiegogo? Yes, Indiegogo.
1: It's the same thing, but it's more for independent artists and so forth. Plus, with Indiegogo, you get to keep the money whether you raise the funds or not.
0: So it's the same as Kickstarter, then?
1: No, with Kickstarter, if you don't make the funds, everybody gets their money back.
0: Oh, I thought if it, like, if they pass... Oh, wait, no, it's if they pass their... Money they get to keep it regardless. Right. That's right. Mm-hmm. I I've never done any of the Kickstarter or any of the funding. I'm always like, hey guys, let me make stuff for you, and if you can, you can give me money at some point.
2: Well, with Kickstarter more specifically, it's if you get the certain amount by the a money that you need by the <laughs> date that it's that's on the project, then everyone's deductions are uh, called in and you get the money then. Mm-hmm. If not, well then you don't see the money at all.
0: Yes, um, so yeah, it keeps going on um like uh two two hundred and fifty is one hour, four hundred dollars you get two hours, five hundred dollars you get three hours, seven hundred and fifty you get six hours and one thousand you get ten hours of cosplay consulting
3: yeah, yeah, quote <sighs> unquote cosplay consulting.
0: Uh, no one's claimed anything though, so I think even even like fans were kind of like, eh, no.
1: Cosplay consultant. I am sorry. Last I recall you can't get a degree in cosplay. So what makes <laughs> you a consultant.
0: Um I'm gonna be on Skype here. I'm I'm gonna sew note. and I'm gonna um, hold up the stuff. Someone I... within the cosplay community, um I'm not I don't know who they personally are. It was shared to me on the page of Defender of Co- Defenders of Cosplay. Um Uh, This couple, they um, were in the cosplay community at some point. I'm not sure of who or what, um, but they did lose their three-month-old. And he was born prematurely, and they actually do have a funding to help fund for his um, funeral. And I I promised I would try to share it as much as I could because, to me, that felt like a more noble cause than actually um, something like um, what we were just discussing. So I just wanted to bring that up. I know it's a really somber thing, and I'm really sorry, but... I really I, felt like I should try to get that out there.
1: All right. I'll, I'll cover that briefly during our closing credits. Cause I was like, that sounds familiar. I know who you're talking about me and him. We go back years. So yeah, that really hit home for me. So I, I understand about that.
0: Okay. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to like post the page. Mm-hmm. It's in the Skype. Um, if people could donate, that would be really awesome because like, I, I, I feel that, um, cousins, they, um, I have cousins who have lost, in miscarriages and whatnot, so, like, when I saw it, I was like, I gotta get that, I gotta get that out there no matter what.
1: Alright, cool. Uh, thanks a lot for the info.
0: Okay, and have an awesome Tuesday, and hopefully no more pranks!
1: Uh Hopefully. We're done. We're done with the pranks. (laughs) Yeah, I need
3: to try and go and collect all the Pokemon before that's pulled, though. I hope they keep that, because that's pretty cool. I somehow don't think they're going to, though.
1: But knowing somebody, they 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 will figure it out one way or another. So um, yeah, that would
3: be awesome.
1: Yeah, I mean like like the Pac Man Google thing. Some there's a way. Someone fa- found a way to keep that running on a separate site. So somebody figured out with an app. There's a way around it. So while we sit here and um, let me go ahead and stop this crap right here. Uh, now once while we go ahead and. Brainstorm on a way to get this figured out about the, uh, uh, Google Maps on Pokemon. We're going to take a break, so we will be back. This program proudly brought to you by Banjo Kazooie, a
2: Nintendo 64 production.
4: You got the touch! You got the power! You got the best of me. I intended to share the pleasure, only now I look stupid. We're living in a world with a lot of pressure. It's
1: You know, I still ask myself, what the hell was Utada thinking when that album came out? But then I realized she had to change herself to be more Americanized, which I get. Yeah, I have the album. I thought it sucked. Listened to it again some time ago. It's not so bad. But I still prefer Boa's US album, but maybe because I'm a Boa fanboy. Wrapping things up, um, before we uh, kickstart off, I want to thank everyone for tuning in and listening to our show tonight. Um, if you can, um, head over to GoFundMe.com slash David Carlos Funeral. close personal friend of mine lost his son yesterday, and no no father should lose their child like that. So if you can, you know, head over, drop a couple of bucks. It, it'll make you feel real good for doing something really damn awesome. Alright, um... If you like what you heard, go ahead and drop us a line at, at session.com. Again, that's session.com. Flames, trains, planes, automobiles, compliments, likes, dislikes, all kinds of craziness. We will believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com Um... Definitely, I think we have a, a new cosplay article coming up later this week. I will double check. Um, I do believe... I, uh, I think uh, the MagFest photo roundup is posted so definitely you, you want to go on over there and check that out and also that's where we post all of our updated uh, podcasts so if for some reason you can't get a hold of it for some, for some reason you can um, find us on Podcast Alley iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music and TuneIn Radio like I said if you like it please tell a friend Enter, tell another friend and so on and so forth the power of suggestive and, power and powerful forwarding thoughts. Check out our YouTube channel youtube.com slash jam session tv. I believe the latest is Senshi Matsuri. I'm going to try to edit some videos tomorrow and get some more videos up by the end of the week because crunch time is coming up. We have a couple of cons that are coming right down the pipe. Speaking of cons, you will see me and Ari, maybe Mako, maybe, at Castle Point this weekend. We'll see what happens. No promises.
3: Yeah, I'm not sure about that. I haven't gotten my schedule yet for this week.
1: All right. If you want to check out our individual YouTube pages, you can find me at DJ Runmas, Ari is at Ari22682, and Mako is at Jupe Lunar. You can follow us on Twitter Twitter.com slash anime jam session. Follow us there for updates to our website, YouTube videos, f- uh, Facebook photos, articles, everything. If you want to follow us individually on Facebook, you can find me at DJ Ron Bass. Ari's at The Ari Man. And Mako is at JoVidea. Facebook. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. We're at 2,730 fans. Thank you so much for the likes and the support. And I'm really appreciative that you liked the catacomb photos that, that were taken. Um, I believe Masquerade and Sunday photos will be up soon, along with photos from the Sailor Moon photo shoot. Those will be up soon. But like I said, we're on the VOG network. VOG stands for Voice of Geeks. We're not the only geek-centric podcast on this network. Definitely check out our newest uh, arrival on the, on the VOG network, the Starboard Power Coupling podcast. If you love Star Trek, this is the show for you. Thursdays at four p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, if you like, the, if you like television, movies, books. British programming, Hollywood, pop culture, comic books, entertainment. We have four different podcasts that'll fill your fill your needs. We got Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pop Culture, and Understation Live. Four different podcasts that talk about four di- have four different aspects, multiple different aspects of what we talked about from their point of view. Definitely give them a listen and see what you think. Tell them Ron sent you. And if you like what we do on Tuesday nights, you definitely want to check out Electric Sisterhood. They come on right before us at eight. It's a female perspective of what we talk about. So if you want to hear two ladies talk shop about games and anime and tech, that's Ninja Sister and Pandelicious. Listen to them at eight, then followed by us for our pre-show and then our actual show. But if you're all about video games, independent gaming, having a voice in the gaming industry, something that you say matters. You wanna definitely check out the Bobby wolf show starts Sundays at 8, followed by Orange Lounge Radio, Sundays at 9 p.m. Orange Launch Radio, one of the longest running video gaming uh, shows on the internet slash podcast. It's an independent gamer, independent gaming voice. Definitely check those shows out. Oh man. Alright, people. Last words Ari.
2: I've always hated this day, not because of the pranking, but because because people become compulsive liars mm. and just pass it off like, eh, it's April Fool's, what do you expect?
3: <sighs> mm-hmm. Ugh. Marco? I have three more episodes of My Mental Choices Are Completely Interfering With My School Romantic Comedy, so I'm going to finish that tonight and... Probably sleep early because I'm freaking tired.
1: Gotcha. Well, will we be seeing a review of that anime soon?
3: Uh, possibly. Cool. Um, if I can, you know, not be lazy, I've still got others that I need to do a review of too. Yeah.
1: And we have to update the uh guest pages because we have so many awesome guests on the show lately. We got to throw that up there. Um, my last uh words. I need to jump back into playing uh, collecting the Pokemon on Google Maps. I really hope they spin that off. It's just like every like every week is a different hundred and fifty or something like that. That would be pretty cool.
3: Well, yeah, but it's gonna be in the same areas over and over and over again.
1: Might not be. And also, um it's pony time. I've been collecting I've been going around collecting um ponies from McDonald's. I haven't even started. Yesterday I got a um I got a I got Princess Twilight Sparkle and Pinkie Pie. Today I picked up another Pinkie Pie for a friend of mine and I went to another McDonald's and I picked up uh, Fluttershy and um Princess um Is that Cadence? I think. No no no. Be Cadence. No, it's not Cadence, it's uh Celestial. Mm. It's Princess Celestial I got. So that's pretty Celestia. cool. Celestia. Princess Celestia, yeah, I got that. Celestia.
3: Or molestia. <laughs>
1: I see what you did there.
3: Yeah, I need to pick up two Lunas, two Twilights, and two Fluttershies. So um, I have one to put away and one that I can display.
1: Yeah, I have to pick up another uh, Princess Twilight, so um, so I can um have one on display on top of my hard drive. And Actef, um, talk to me later. You know, I, I got. I'll just talk to me later. You know, bro. I got you. Uh, <laughs> And that's it. Thanks for listening. Uh, We'll be back next week with a brand new episode as we gear up for the Road to Anime Conventions. And we'll definitely be talking about Castle and Hoboken, New Jersey. And if we can get away with it, we'll probably talk about our displeasure of WrestleMania 30. (laughs) No, we won't. Damn it.
3: Okay this is not the wrestling podcast and I will not allow it to be the wrestling podcast.
1: Sorry. Alright. Let's get out of here. It's been fun, but we gotta go. So, I'm Ronma. I'm Ari. And I am the Countess Makoto. Slap. (laughs) Good fight. Great night. See you when I see you.
2: Where is that servant? Gotta have someone's head for this.
1: Night. Ugh, that was an interesting show tonight. Tell you all it's gone away. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, say good night, Countess. Good night, Makuchan. God damn it! I told you not to do that. <laughs>
3: You know I do it because it pisses you
1: off. Fuck you.